Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, it is Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. So happy to have you here this afternoon, a day after our birthday. Yes, if you are an American listening, I know there may may be some Canadians listening here out of Western New York. But if you are American, happy belated birthday. I'm happy that we have survived yet another year. Some years, not so sure, but I'm happy that this time, at least this year, it did work. So happy birthday. I'm here. Usually, I'm the guy who runs the sharp way almost every night at 7 p.m. You can check me out on the sharp way if you want to. Just Google it. It's awesome. Or you can always always go to LarrySharp.com. But today, I am here, WYSL, Rochester, New York, on a free solution, the greatest, coolest show in Western New York. Sorry, it just is. Sorry, guys, who are not me. This is still a cool show. Sorry. So, I want to do what I do often. And that is start with a story that I hope you can really relate to. Think of when you were young. 16, 17, 18 years old. Think about what you thought about life and what you thought about your parents. And if you were like most 16, 17, 18 year olds, 19 maybe even, you thought you weren't going to be like mom and dad. You were going to be different. I'm not going to be like you, mom. I'm not going to be like you, dad. I know what I'm doing. I'm 17. I'm 18. I know everything. You know nothing. And I'm going to go and be different than you. Took off. Started your life. Not going to be like mom or dad, whichever one. Or maybe both, depending upon how you were raised. And then it was 20 years later. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe a little bit less. And you see yourself saying stuff and doing stuff. Just like your mom. Just like your dad. You start acting just like your dad or just like mom or saying things that come out of your mouth that you can't imagine came out of your mouth. Like, that sounds like my mom. That sounds like my dad. Can't believe I just said that. I'm becoming my mom. I'm becoming my dad. Yeah. And that isn't necessarily a bad thing. Not necessarily. But to be forward, none of us are perfect. None of our parents are perfect. And even if they had the best intention, there were things that we disagreed with, whatever those things were. And as savvy adults, what we should be doing is taking the good, all the good things that our parents did, and doubling down on them and doing more of that. And the things we thought were wrong or bad or whatever, discarding those, pushing them to the side. The sad part is sometimes we don't. And we take the bad too. Or the things we didn't like, too. When we should just take the good. 
It happens. Why would I bring this up? Because often we as humans, we begin to look back at our life on our birthday. It's a common thing, right? When you become 30 or 40 or 50 or 60, whatever is the birthday, we then start going, huh, I've turned 40 today or 50 today or whatever. What am I doing? What have I done? I take time to look back. Well, yesterday was America's birthday. And maybe we, as Americans, should look back. And look back at our father. Because our father retired. <laughs> Did. Our father, the British Empire, he retired. Look at all the good and the bad that the British Empire did. Did lots of good stuff. Helped to make the world a more commercial place. That's a good thing, right? There are some good things. Definitely good things. Helped to regulate commerce in general. That's a good thing, right? Helped to bring the idea of democracy into certain areas. That's not a bad thing. Good thing, too. I'm glad we've done some of that. Good thing. The British Empire also was an empire and had bases all across the globe. Hmm. I think we kind of did that one. But the funny part is, when we were young, teenagers as a country, we were yelling and screaming at our dad. I'm not going to be like you, British Empire. We don't care. We don't care about the empire or this, you know, the idea that we have to be running things. What we care about is life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. That's what we care about. We're not going to be like you, Dad. We're going to go off and do our own thing. That's what we said. Well, look now. 200 and some odd years later, we have an empire too. We have bases all over the world. Remember the saying? The sun never sets on the British Empire because there are parts of the British Empire everywhere. The sun never sets on the United States Empire because we have bases everywhere too. Our father fought in Afghanistan and lost. So do we. Our father fought in the Middle East for years, decades. Us too. Us too. Our father used other countries in Europe to fight bigger countries and just paid them off and threw them some weapons. Us too. Yeah. Same thing. How many times have we looked at ourselves and said, my God, I've become our father. We've become our father and we've taken the bad too, not just the good. We've also taken the bad and we should look at that and realize this is a mistake, but it's not just external. It's also internal. We have things that people get upset about. We have debtor's prison. We were, we were against that. We fought a war against the British because of debtor's prison. We have that though. You sit in family court, you get behind on your child support because you lost your job or because COVID lockdowns or because your company packed up and moved away, you're going to jail. You can't pay your parking tickets. You're going to jail. That's debtor's prison. We hated the British for that. The British had something called admiralty courts, which the court, the judge, their salary would come from what they confiscated from people in the court, giving that judge a big advantage and a big incentive to take all your stuff. 
We do that too. We have civil asset forfeiture. We come in and we take people's stuff. I'll go back to family law again. Some of you don't know this. When you pay your, when you pay any of your compensation in family court, New York State takes a cut of that. Like a credit card. Takes a cut. Hmm. That's admiralty courts. The family court system is being paid by your pain. We took the good and the bad. I don't want to take the bad. I want to take the good. And I want to take this day or day after, one day late, to look at the things that we have done and we've taken from our father and to say, let's not take those anymore. Let's not take the bad things. Let's just take the good, not the bad. In theory, there was no aristocracy, right? We didn't like the aristocracy. That's the, the nobles. That's the bad people. We want individuals to be able to make their own businesses and go their own way and individual farmers to be their own people. Well, now we got regulations that crush small farmers and we got a political system that and only people who get in the ballot are people who are already part of the establishment. We have an aristocracy and we crush the yeoman farmer and we crush the small business owner. And we push everybody into working for the system. That's what the British Empire did. British Empire made companies that got money that went directly to the crown. You had to be a friend of the royal family to get a a charter to be a company. Now we got big business in the pocket of government. Or is government in the pocket of big business? Can't tell the difference? You can't. Larry, that's a downer. A little bit, but there's a good, it's a good side to this. Once we recognize this for what it is and don't just think, oh my God, it's just the way it works. We can change it. We can look at it and go, you know what? He's right. Why don't we stop that? Why don't we go back to our youthful roots, which I think were valuable and important. And again, not perfect. Right? Not perfect. At no point are any of our parents perfect. And none of us as parents are perfect. That isn't the issue. The issue is taking the good, removing and pushing aside the bad, accepting that the intent of all parents is to be a good parent. That's the intent. I would ask you, is the intent of our elites today run our nation is their intent actually to be the best government they can be I would argue no I would argue their intent is to stay in power whatever that takes that's fine I don't want to be the bad of my dad I want to be the good of my dad I think you want to be the good of your mother and your father and maybe push aside the bad. Am I right? Let me know. 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp, a free solution. Back with your calls and your chat after the break.
Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. Hey, this is Kevin Wilson, host of A Free Solution. You ever need a tool for just one project? but didn't want to spend the cash for something you'd use just once or twice? Well, there's a new tool library in Rochester where you can borrow just the thing you need instead of buying a new one. It's called the Tool Shed from the Southeast Area Coalition, and membership starts at just $25 a year. Use it for home projects or to support your business. Learn more and become a member at seektoolshed.org. That's S-E-A-C toolshed.org. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, things that we couldn't afford, thanks to VetTix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can give our veterans a special event where they, too, can create their own cherished memories. Visit VetTix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. Available in the WISL store at WISL1040.com. Official top quality tees, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting the colorful WISL logo or the already famous Mount Worstmore line of merch depicting Mount Rushmore style are for worst presidents. Of course, you know who is front and center up on that mountain. WISL official items make perfect gifts, or they're a great way for you to make a personal statement. Locally produced and sold only in the WISL store at WISL1040.com. A free solution on the WYSL stations. Good afternoon. It is Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. This is the best part. You're saying to yourself, Larry, I like this show. I want us to listen to it more. You can. It is on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 1 p.m. How do I find out when and how? Easy. Follow A Free Solution on either YouTube or Facebook, and you can be notified every time it's on. So, yes, that's a great thing. So, before the break, I was talking about us becoming our father and, and change, right? The change. I do want us to keep the good and to push aside the bad. Of course. Absolutely. The problem is we don't fix anything because we're too busy fighting each other. And the example I'll give, which I think some of you will notice, I'm sure you heard about the shooting in Highland Park outside of Chicago. I think that's officially still in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure if it's in city limits or not, but it's a suburb, if not in Chicago officially. So when that shooting occurred, one of the first things people wanted to know is, was he a Democrat or Republican? Was he a conservative 
or progressive. Isn't that terrible? Six people dead, 30 injured. Who knows how bad? Some of them may still die. Some may be just grazes. Some may be serious injuries that may affect these people for the rest of their lives. Who knows? And one of the first things people want to know is, can we blame Biden or can we blame Trump? That's where we are. I'm very disappointed. And what, as soon as this happened, did leadership say? We have to have more gun control. First thing, got to have more gun control. And what bothers me about that is, I'm going to walk down a little conspiracy road here. A little conspiracy. I'm usually not a conspiracy guy. I'm not usually. I mean, I'm open to it, but I'm not the guy who starts it. That didn't actually happen. There couldn't have been a shooting. Larry, wait a minute. There's no shooting? Couldn't have been. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because my governor, Kathy Hochul, has told me that the way to stop these shootings is to have red flag laws. That's what she told me. So clearly, if you have red flag laws, it will stop these shootings. Illinois has red flag laws. Clearly, there was no shooting then, right? Yes, for you people ready to call the FBI, I'm clearly joking. This, I'm being facetious. Don't get crazy on me. Don't Alex Jones me. I'm, I'm teasing, obviously. But they, there are red flag laws in Illinois, as there are here before the Buffalo shooting. Red flag laws are already there. The type of firearm he used is already illegal. What the guy in Buffalo did, already illegal. Everything that they did, both of those shooters, is already illegal. They already have red flag laws. We already have the SAFE Act, which again, Cuomo told me that was magic. And there can be no shootings after that because we have SAFE Act. It makes you safe. It's in the, the word right there, SAFE. What's wrong? Can't you read? Clearly, this couldn't happen. So you would think, if you were logical, you would think, hmm, we've been, we've been putting more and more and more and more laws on the books. Tons of them. Yet we still have shootings. Huh. You could think, maybe these laws aren't working. Or you could think, just one more law. Just one more law. And then we will have this gunless utopia. When, I'm sorry, violence-free utopia that I've been telling you about. If we just had one more law. Sadly, they've chosen the latter, not the former. This isn't working. Over-regulation, over-policing, and over litigation, all those things, isn't helpful. You know what actually hurts? The poor, the working poor, and the middle class. But almost always, the poor and the working poor. And now I'm going to hit Democrats. Democrats will tell you all they care about is brown and black people and poor communities and people of color tell you that all day long. Every day, 
Five days a week, six days a week, doesn't matter. Seven days a week. They'll tell you all the time. That's all they'll say. People of color. That's all I care about. Okay. I'm glad that you care about. That's a good thing. Good, good for you. Good for you. Then why do you pass all these laws that affect them worse than everybody else? Worse than everybody else. All these gun laws they pass, those gun laws are all being used in the cities to tack on extra charges onto young black and brown people, almost always men, young black and brown men, to put them in jail longer or to make them worse for them, to just make them plea bargain so they don't even get their day in court. Nothing. They pay taxes for court. You don't get to use it. You don't get to use it. You just go to jail. That's what's actually happening. So, Democrats, you tell me every day how much you care about black and brown people. Why don't you stop putting them in jail? How about that? You could do that. You could start helping them out instead. And here's what I would argue, which I argue all the time. I argued on my show last night, and I'll argue now. What is killing our kids? What is forcing them? Forcing is the wrong word. What is pushing them? Maybe it's a better phrase. What's pushing them into a nihilism? What's pushing them into a deep, dark hole to where they think the only answer is to kill themselves and others in a blaze of glory? It's not guns. It's not guns at all. Not weapons. doesn't matter. That isn't the issue. It's lack of purpose. It's lack of community and loneliness. I knew, one thing I knew about the guy, no matter what, what I knew, did not have a girlfriend. I knew that. No shooter has a girlfriend. Because if you got a girlfriend and you got a future, you don't go shoot people. Not how that works. Doesn't work that way. You don't become a mass shooter. Just a girlfriend. So he didn't have a girlfriend and he had a prescription for some mental problem, issue, mental health concern. He had those two things. Because all the shooters have that. That's the common thread no one talks about. That's the common thread. You want to fix gun violence? Okay. End the black market, because most gun violence is actually gang shooting. That's most gun violence. So end that. And second, help our lost young boys. Do that. But the problem is, those two things are hard work. Those two things, you'd have to admit that our system's broken. You have to admit some responsibility. Can't do that. It's going to blame the other. You have to make actual changes to our society and our culture that would begin to end gang violence and the need for young men to get into gangs. Let's not forget the common thread on all of this violence. Number one thread of them all, young men. That's who it is. Young men in inner cities, it's usually young men of color. Outside, it's usually young white men. Doesn't matter, it's still young men. I don't care what race they are. Fix our young boy problem. Fix our young man problem. Violence solved. But the funny part is, the people want to take away all our guns. They think I'm the bad guy. Well, Larry, you don't want to get rid of guns, so you're mean. Here is my response. You, gun grabber, You're okay with violence and broken men. You're good with that. You're even okay with them committing violence. 
You just don't want them to use a gun. So you're okay with violence. You just care about what weapon is used. I don't want young men committing violence. I don't want young men throwing their lives away. I would like young men doing what they feel is the best thing to grow themselves, their communities, and their families. That's what I would like. So who's the bad guy now? I think it's you, not me. That's where my head is. That's where I always go. That's why I'm the guy that the day of or the day before, I am still the guy who's saying it's not guns. I'll say it. The day of it, I will still say it. Let me grab some of you in the chat. I appreciate it. I hope that was uh, made sense for you guys. Kevin says, I think that the National Guard needs to be called in to patrol a couple of specific neighborhoods in Rochester this weekend's war. Look, this worry about our cities is ignored. Six people died in that shootout, but five died in shootings in Chicago that same weekend. Kevin, your point's a valid one. Guys, I will be right back with more of your chat and more of your calls. 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp of Free Solution, WYSL, Rochester, New York. Back after the break. Free solution on the WYSL stations. Yes, Larry Sharp, still here. Some of you thought I wasn't, but I am. Yes, here on a free solution, WYSL in Rochester, New York. You can follow us if you want to on a free solution, Facebook, and of course also YouTube. You can follow me on uh, Larry Sharp. On all the interweb things, all of them, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, all of them, Instagram, Larry Sharp, all good. Call in if you want to, 585-346-3000. Before the break, I was talking about the idea of having the National Guard in Rochester. And the point brought up is a valid point, right? The idea that these cities... Across the country, New York, Chicago, Rochester, across the country, are seeing tons of violence, as Kevin brings up. In Chicago, there were five dead shot up. This goes to my point, though. Democrats are going to tell you how much they care so much about black and brown people. Great. I like that. I'm glad you care about people. Good. But I didn't see the governor and the mayor and the senator show up in Chicago when five people were killed, I didn't see that happen. But in this neighborhood, they're all out. Yeah. I'm wondering how much they actually care. Yeah. So Morgan says processing fees when he's talking about the state getting the cut from family law, the family court. He's right. The state takes a bunch of money, keeps taking the money and using it not to help anybody. That's for sure. So... Um, people are asking about me being a ballot. The great babe says, Hey Larry, are you going to be in the ballot in November or a write in? Keep up the great work. Let's be clear, guys. The media is happy to ignore me all day. Every single day, they want to ignore me. Push me aside. To all of a sudden, the Board of Elections decides we're not in the ballot. Then they want to report all day long. Then they're happy. 
what the Board of Elections has reported is that only two people will be on the ballot in November. They have reported that it will only be Kathy Hochul and Lee Zeldin. Literally, the establishment of the establishment will be on the ballot. If you're a Democrat, you should be embarrassed. If you're a Republican, you should be embarrassed. That's the reported. However, as the old saying goes, the reports of my demise are greatly exaggerated. I am still here. And by July 25th, I will tell you how you'll be able to vote for me in November. You will be voting for me in November. Don't you dare think you won't be. How is the question, and that question will be solved, July 25th and not before then. And whatever anyone reports is a lie. Unless they say, Larry Sharp is probably going to be in a ballot in November. If they report that, that is accurate. The odds are very high I will be on that ballot in November. We will know by July. So please keep supporting me. Follow me on Larry Shop, all the things. Because if you don't support me, here's what I can guarantee. I can guarantee it. Kathy Hochul will remain governor and nothing will change in this state. That I will guarantee you. If you support me, Kathy Hochul may still be governor, but maybe that might be me. But I can guarantee you change. Because when they stop ignoring me, things will change. So your choice is vote left or right if you want to, either one. You can vote either one. You will get Kathy Hochul and nothing will change. Or vote independent, vote third party. You might still get Kathy Hochul, but without question, things will change. I hope I answered that question. Um, We will know July 25th how you'll be voting for me. But anyone watching, listening, you and you're a New Yorker, you better be voting for me. If you're not, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? 20 years, nothing's changed. Pull your head out of your derriere. Was that good? People get mad at me for that one? I think that's good. So, yes. So, did you say Eric? I'm sorry. Oh, excellent. Eric from Arizona, I have a phone call. I, I'm sorry. Um, yes, please, Eric. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Larry Sharp? What's going on? Well, I wanted to ask you, have you read anything about Peter Zion? I've read his recent book, his re- recent book, uh, The End of the World is Just the Beginning. No, I have not. Please tell me. Why should I be reading that book? Well, it, he claims he's libertarian. Is that right? Yeah. And he's, so, he also claims he's an internationalist. Okay. So, what, do you think I should be calling up and asking him for, uh, for maybe some policy ideas? Or just is the book well, a good book? He might be a great guest for you. Oh, I like that. Okay. I like it. Did you put that in the chat? Well, I'm putting it to you. I love I'm it. How do you spell you. his last name? Peter Zion. Um, it's, uh, he's on the bestsellers list right now. Uh, so you don't know how to spell his last name? Z-E-I-I-H-A-N. Okay, there we go. I like it. I will check it out. I appreciate it. He, he's very much into geopolitics, which I think li- most libertarians are very bad at. Also true. <laughs> yes. Also true. Yes. Guilty as charged. Very, very often true. But look, libertarians aren't perfect either. Don't get me wrong. I wish we were. I wish we were perfect. We're not. We make mistakes in policy. We make mistakes in messaging more than ever. We make mistakes in, you know, how to handle a system. We make mistakes too. What I would say is 
when most people are voting in today's world, they are selecting the lesser of two evils. That's what most people are doing. That's not every election, but that's most elections and most people. When you have libertarians in the ballot, there is a level of good. That's all I'm saying. You may not be voting for the best good, but you're voting for good. You're voting for someone who is not just saying, I want to have a left-right paradigm change. You're voting for someone who's saying, how can I give people as much freedom as possible, even if I make a mistake, even if I'm wrong, even if I make an error? So at least you're voting for good. Am I wrong on that one, Eric? No, I, I, I believe in freedom. <laughs> just there we go. That. Yes, But I also absolutely. believe geopolitics is extremely complicated and libertarians don't acknowledge that. Well, there's sometimes we make errors, I agree. But imagine if you were able to give libertarians the ability to move through this system as well and as how long as Republicans and Democrats have. Assuming that we could retain any of our principles, and I hope that we could, we'd be better than them. That's for sure, even with our imperfections. By the way, there's a great speech where uh, Reagan says his philosophy was all, always more libertarian. Have you seen that speech? I have not. I should check that out. Really? Reagan was my Reagan was my first uh, commander in chief when I joined the Marine Corps back in the eighties. Yeah. So yes, Reagan was I my first that president that I remember when I grew up. There we go. I love it, Eric. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Thank you, Larry, for letting have me on the show. Absolutely. So anyway, so there we go. We have some ideas. I appreciate that. And look, for those of you who get upset when you hear some libertarians talk, I think Eric has a valid point. We're not perfect either. We make mistakes in our ideas. We make mistakes in what we say. We make mistakes on how we message things. I'm not always right. I wish I was, but I'm not. Some of you have watched me live online, change my mind, realize that I was off on something or wrong about something. I openly say it. I have conversations with you. Sometimes you hear my mindset and how I think live. Well, when you do that, you should know something. My intent is not just to take over and have power. My intent is to make change. For those of you who watched my interview on Joe Rogan in 2018, at the end of that interview, and I tell this story a bazillion times, I love it so much, I'll never stop telling it. He says, Larry, you have some great ideas. I said, yeah. He goes, how'd you make those ideas? I said, well, me and my team, we put together you know, policy and ideas. He goes, you better lock those ideas down. I said, why? He said, well, people will take them. I said, good, take them. Fix my state, fix my nation. I don't have to run. I can go back home to my family and friends. Run, run the country the right way. Run the state the right way. I have to do this. And I believe that. If you go to my website, LarrySharp.com, my policies have been there for five years, open, anyone can take them. They don't, why? Because if they fix things, they can't use them as wedge issues to make you afraid of the other and make you vote against someone and not for someone. That's why, that's the reason. So Larry, that sounds good, but what if Kathy Hochul's law governor? Well, imagine if I come in second, imagine if that happens, changes everything. They'll start using my ideas, and I can go home. People tell me all the time, Larry, you should get behind the Republican. You should do that. Why? Republican Party's broken this state. Can't win. Been coming in second for 20 years. This is what we got. No, thank you. I can lose by myself. 
I proved that in 2018. I can lose all on my own. I don't require their help to lose. I got that down. So no thank you. But if there was an actual functioning Republican Party in the state, I probably wouldn't have to run. It doesn't exist. So please stop fooling yourself. It doesn't exist. It's third party for the future or there is no future. That's it. Third party for the future or there is no future. And you'll be feeling righteous as you pack up your bags and move to Florida or Tennessee or Texas, wherever you're going. I would like that to not happen. So anyway, I hope that makes sense. So yes, Brian gives me a quote. I love this quote. Good people do not need laws to tell them to act responsibly, while bad people will will find ways around laws. That's Plato. That's several thousand years ago. Somehow I think that's still true. Plato was libertarian? Hmm. Maybe. Didn't think so. Anyway, it's Larry Sharp here on a free solution. W-Y-S-L. Rochester, New York. 585-346-3000. Coming back with your calls and more of your chat after the break. WISL store is now open with nicer weather. Your car needs an official Voice of Liberty bumper sticker. There's a great selection to help you show your love of God, the Constitution, and free and safe schools. Here are just a few available. Shut up, Fauci. Kathy Holcomb. Save America. Support the Second Amendment. Scam alert January 6th. God, please help us. Close the Mexican border. Save America. Stop voting for Democrats. And there are gas pump stickers reading, Democrats did this. These are standard weather-resistant bumper stickers Guaranteed to get you horn honks and thumbs up in traffic. Choose from other locally made WISL Voice of Liberty merch too, like tees, hoodies, drinkware, and more. Perfect gifts for any Liberty lover. Check out the exclusive WISL Mount Worstmore shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting our four worst presidents. Guess who's front and center? Shop the WISL store at WISL1040.com. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals but don't take my word for it they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a-plus better business bureau rating if your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals give the professionals at simple tech innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 simple tech innovations Hey, this is Kevin Wilson, host of A Free Solution. You ever need a tool for just one project, but didn't want to spend the cash for something you'd use just once or twice? Well, there's a new tool library in Rochester where you can borrow just the thing you need instead of buying a new one. It's called the Tool Shed from the Southeast Area Coalition, and membership starts at just $25 a year. Use it for home projects or to support your business. Learn more and become a member at seektoolshed.org. That's S-E-A-C toolshed.org. A free solution on the WYSL stations. 
It is Larry Sharp here on a free solution. WYSL in Rochester, New York. So happy that you give me a chunk of your afternoon. The chat has been going nuts and we've got some good calls too. I'm going to grab one more from the chat if I could. Adam says, that honesty and transparency is why I'm going to continue supporting you. Thank you, my friend, Adam. I go out of my way to be transparent and I do show you who I am, um, imperfections and all, absolutely imperfections and all. So I do appreciate that. I'm going to grab a call if I could. Grab in Craig from Clinton. Craig, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you, sir? What's going on? Oh, just calling because, you know, it was the 4th of July and it was a big uh, it was a big holiday and, you know, freedom and rah-rah. And I'm going to say I was a little bit sad. Tell um, me. Like, while I used to be, I used to be all about freedom, I'm still all about freedom, and yep. I used to be all about America's birthday, and yep. I used to be all about America, yep. but I feel like we've lost our way a little bit. Uh, mm. We've got the we got the governor telling us about gun control, wishing us a happy fourth, all in the same breath, and um, yes. <laughs> and I mean the Supreme yes. Court, they're they're doing what they're doing, and now the states want to fight the Supreme Court, yep. and and we're all looking. I think it's a it's a I think it's a mistake in um, where where we are looking for the responsibilities. I think we want some guy to go to bat for us in Albany or in Washington. And we hang our entire existence on that. Yes. And they're more than happy to fulfill that role. Yep. And I feel like there needs to be a change. I think there needs to be a change in that. I don't care what any of those people (laughs) say, um, you know, and I'm going to stop using them to beat the other person over the head with them. My question yeah. is, are people ready for that message, or are we going to have to crash and burn before people realize that asking someone 2,000 miles away to punish your neighbor is probably not the best course of action? Well, you know, it's a, you, you bring up a lot of valid points. I think a lot of people, not just you, I think a lot of people feel like the nation's lost this way. That's true. And the idea that our governor would say, hey, let's control the guns. Meanwhile, let's support a holiday that only exists because the people were armed. Like literally, there's the holiday doesn't happen if the people aren't armed, right? It doesn't happen. So literally doing that is amazing um, irony. But in any case, um, I think you're right. The issue has to be, we don't, I don't wanna fight the right or fight the left. Doesn't make any sense to me because we're all Americans. Why do I wanna fight my neighbor? Instead, I want to respect my neighbor. And my neighbor may think differently than me. My, di- my neighbor might think guns are bad and evil. Okay, then please don't buy a gun. And I won't, I won't come on your property with a gun. I'll, I'll, when I come to your house, if I come to your house, I will not be armed or I won't come to your house. Either of those two things is fine. I will respect that you care about that. And then you should respect me that I would like to be armed that I think it's important for me to be on. Just leave me alone and respect how I feel and how you feel. If we go down that route, I think we can all be happy. Will it be challenging? Sure, people don't like people who think the opposite of them. Of course not. But that doesn't mean I want to punish the person. 
Now, do I have the right and should I be able to say, hey, neighbor, I would like to tell you a couple things if you're open to listen to see how you might want to think my way. Yes, that's how democracy is supposed to work. What's supposed to happen is we go back and forth and through our example, through our works, through our community, we show the other guy that we're right. And they go, you know what? These guys are right. Let's go do that. And I think one of the funniest examples of this, believe it or not, are the South Park guys, the guys who make South Park. You know those guys are libertarian, right, Craig? Oh, yeah. Masto and Trey Parker, great guys. Absolutely. They they are, and they're also atheists. They're atheists and they're libertarians. And they love Mormons. They love Mormons. Why? Because they respect them. That's it. They don't believe what the Mormons believe. They're not Mormons, but they respect them. They literally, they literally did a Broadway show on Mormons. I mean, that's yeah, respect. The, yeah, this is the this is the issue that I come that like unless the Mormons. So so this is where it's so pernicious with the people in Washington. They'll tell you those Mormons are fundamental religious extremists. They want you not to have an abortion, and then. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's not true. The fact of the matter is, why is the Supreme Court or D.C. the mechanism for that? If the Mormons yes. don't want, uh, if the Mormons don't want abortion, okay, no abortion for the Mormons. Yes. Uh, don't go and don't go and live with the Mormons. <laughs> you know. Yes. But that's the that is the issue. Is they they see see the people that take your rights and stomp on your rights and all this. They they're in D.C. just waiting for someone to throw their support behind them to do it. How about we stop supporting those people? How about we just live our own lives and now I don't want to stick them on each other, whatever, you know, like you said, I'll speak my mind. And if I don't, if you know, you don't listen to me, then whatever. It's not my life. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So someone in the chat is telling me they make fun of Mormons. They make fun of everybody. <laughs> just to be fair. They may, but if you ask them literally, if you, if you look at those guys and they have interviews, they talk nothing but glory about the Mormons. And as they've made fun, I'm a big South Park fan. I've watched all the shows. I've watched all the movies. I love other stuff. They have attacked every, they've attacked Catholics. They've attacked Protestants. They've attacked Mormons. They've attacked everybody. But at the end, they did two shows on Mormons. And one show at the end of Mormons, they literally talked about how good Mormons are. And, the, and it ended with Mormons being looked upon as the heroes. That did not happen when they attacked the atheists. They did an entire war of, about how bad atheists were. They were bad on everything except Mormons. And if you ask them, they will literally say they like Mormons. And if you saw their movie, in their movie, which was a joke, obviously, it's a cartoon movie, about who goes to hell and who doesn't. And in their movie, the only people who go to heaven are Mormons. Everyone else goes to hell. Like, literally. So they make fun, yes. However, they actually like them. That's all. I think I think the issue is people don't like to be criticized. People, it's just like you were talking earlier with the caller about how everyone makes mistakes. We won't yes. admit mistakes. And that's why it's a threat to your, it's a threat to us if someone pokes fun at us. We get angry rather than laughing and saying, yeah, you're kind of right, you yep. know. Someone wants to. Someone wants to say, "Hey, you can't say that about me." In fact, you're canceled. You know. Right. Whereas 
the 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 a better response in my opinion would be to say well maybe the, you know this isn't probably coming from nowhere they didn't just decide yeah. that i was a jerk maybe there's something there absolutely exactly right greg greg i appreciate the call brother thank you yes thank you one last thing is the the thing about the about kathy hochel and the having to post yep. that you that you must you must say you welcome guns i think that's very pernicious because you're going to put a sign in New York City that says, welcome guns, you're going to have people throwing bricks through your window. (laughs) Yes. And you're going to have cops following people home because the second they make an error and go to the wrong spot, they're going to arrest them. Yes. I think that's horrible. I think that was, I think it, it, on its face, it looks like it's not that bad, but I think it's really terrible. Yeah. You're going to have cops watch people walk out because if you noticed, Derek asked about the gun laws changing in New York State. Is it going to be easier? And my point is No. Because the Kathy, as I said, Queen Kathy has decided that so many places are illegal. They're special places. They're going to rest it. There's no tomorrow. So, anyway, thank you, Craig. I appreciate it. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for giving me a chunk of your afternoon. It was really great. I will see you all very soon.